0: Welcome to the Post Bulletin Sports Podcast. It's Isaac Trotter here with you again. We've been cranking out these podcasts more. It's been good to get some feedback from you guys, and we're just going to keep doing them. And today we are going to have Pat Ruff, the veteran sports reporter, join us. And we're going to talk a lot about the MSHSL's decision yesterday to move football and volleyball to the spring. Not the easiest decision to make, at the end of the day, I do think though that the Minnesota State High School League was looking out in best interest for their players. They're trying to keep them safe. And they're trying to make sure that everybody plays. And I think that uh, Pat, you are on that call, and it's it's just it's just something that, you know, you're there, you're seeing through it it throughout the whole time. And you know, if you follow you on Twitter, you were kind of noticing right from the beginning when they started bringing up football that it was probably going to get shifted to the spring. So, what's maybe your biggest takeaway? from that decision of no football this fall, no Friday night lights in August and September and possibly no state champions being crowned this year in football. That that's tough, but I do think it might be the right decision. What was your take?
1: Yeah. I, you know, as they went down sport by sport and, and allowed, you know, swimming and tennis, uh, et cetera. And then they allowed soccer. Um, I was a little bit surprised that they allowed soccer, uh, pleasantly surprised at that. Um, but then, once they didn't allow volleyball, I thought there's zero chance they're going to. If they're not going to allow volleyball to be played. There's no way you're going to allow a sport where there's tackling and breathing in each other's faces every play to be played in the middle of a pandemic. So um, I I could easily see that the switch was going to happen. Now it's a matter of where will the pandemic be in in March um, when they're trying to play football. Hopefully, there's you know, a vaccine, who knows about that. But um, it's going to be different not having football this fall. Uh, we're uh, creatures of habit. And my habit is to be out there in a crisp fall afternoon or evening, rather, covering football. I, I'm personally going to miss it a lot. We'll just have to wait on it.
0: Yeah, it's tough because it's like one of those situations where, you know, you know, I look at a guy like Josh Burry from Stewartville and, you know, his, his frustrations yesterday were very fair. I thought that they were totally fair. And this is a guy who works really, really hard. And there's, he's not alone. There's players all across the country who work really, really hard. And then, you know, for your state to say, no, you're not going to play. You're going to cut it down to just six games. You're playing in March through May. And, you know, you look 45 minutes south to Iowa and it's, you know, Johnny, bar the door, do whatever you want. You look in Michigan, it's Johnny, bar the door, do whatever you want. That's got to be tough for these guys. And that's not something easy to get over. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about player safety-wise, I, I just I think it would have been a huge hassle for coaches, for athletic directors, uh, everybody in in this whole process to do. What are you doing daily? Every two days testing? If a guy tests positive, are you going to be able to play on Fridays? What if there's? What if six or seven guys test positive on your team? Like it just feels like it feels like there could have been a whole lot of stress and a whole lot of anxiety and a whole lot of hoops to jump through to make this high school football season work, which is why they're pushing it back.
1: So I think there would have been a lot of starting and then stopping. And then, as you said, a lot of worry the entire time that, uh, you know, somebody might have it. and, And then who knows, some people might even try to cheat the system and say, don't, don't get tested right now. This is not the time to get tested. You know, people, can become intense in the wrong ways and not always make the right choices. It was just rife with potential wrongs uh, there. And, you know, and worst case scenario, people get really sick and who knows, maybe even die or hand it to a parent and they, they die from it. We don't know. So hopefully in the spring things are much better. Although I thought they'd be much better when this was happening last March that well, by fall we'll be, up and running and, and now we're not. So who, know, who knows for sure. And you're right. There's a lot of kids that put a whole lot of time into getting ready. And Burrow is a prime example of that.
0: It's tough. I don't think there's an easy answer to this. I don't think that any decision that the Minnesota state high school league made yesterday would have been popular or loved by everybody. No. It just, no. it's just not, but I, I will say this. I do appreciate the fact that they are trying to do anything they can so that these kids play. Because after last spring, when baseball gets canceled, when softball gets canceled, when track and field, that's a brutal loss for those kids not to get that season. And so to have this, to push it back, push the spring sports back towards the end of the summer, to push football back, to have some sports here in the fall, they're trying to make it play. And that's, I think that's the most important thing in this whole thing is that they are going out of their way so that these kids don't miss another season.
1: Yeah. I think the state high school league did a great job. And, you know, and like you said, there's no decision that's going to make everybody happy. That's impossible. You know, they're, they're doing their best they can in the midst of a pandemic, which is a very, you know, it's a scary time for people. And it's a really, it's a very real. And then how do you play sports in the middle of that and hop on a bus and, and get in a huddle and do all those things where there's close contact. That's those are frightening things to be trying to do right now. And, uh, let's just hope, let's hope by spring things are a lot better. And then you, you think about the winter season, which wasn't addressed at all. Imagine that that gets, you know, canceled or pushed. How do you push a winter season back now when you've already pushed a fall season back? Have you given that any thought?
0: No, I I don't know how it's all going to work together. And I, that's the thing I left. I left yesterday with more questions too, because Yeah, if you push this, if you push winter and winter can start on time in November, let's say they can start on time in November, but the whole high school basketball season is not done by March. Like, at the end of March, I guess, maybe you'd have to just push it up. Maybe you only play conference games. Maybe you eliminate some of those big, uh, you know, Christmas or Thanksgiving Day tournaments because there would be a lot more contact there and you're having the clean locker rooms in between. That, mm-hmm. That's that got to be the only way to make that high school basketball season fit in the timeline that they've left out. And then to also give them time for the football teams to practice before starting in late March, you know, because a lot of guys are going to play both.
1: Do you really think that uh, basketball is going to start in November? Because I don't.
0: I, I don't uh, either. I
1: don't, I don't think this is going to be cleaned up. This pandemic will be cleaned up by November. I mean, if there's a vaccine, I mean, they're not talking about a vaccine probably being available until, you know, just about the first of, of the year. So obviously, that's two months. There's November, December when basketball is normally being played and, and wrestling and all the other winter sports. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be uh, interesting to see how things move along in terms of, vac- of a vaccine, because that's the crucial part here.
0: I do think, though, that AAU basketball being played this summer isn't a bad thing. I think that they, if you've seen some of the precautions that they've taken in order to make this those seasons work, that's... What are sure.
1: those? Tell me what those are.
0: Okay, so f- it depends on different states. In Minnesota, for sure, they're doing testing. Um, you have to have temperature testing before you can come into the gym. They've been mm-hmm. having it so now only one parent can come watch the kid play and that mm-hmm. parent can't come into the into, that that parent could not come into like the to the arena until the, everyone else had been taken out of the last game you know what, what had happened. and then you see a lot of the coaches in masks. so that that's important. I think the thing though that that maybe gets left out is how do you travel all of these kids out from you know together? You know, that's the well, scary part.
1: I mean, though, why couldn't you have done that? I'm not arguing that they should have had football in the fall, but why couldn't you have done that exact same thing that they're doing for travel basketball this summer with football players this fall? What's the difference? I,
0: I don't know what the okay. difference is. Maybe maybe it could just be that there's 22 players on the field in football compared to 10 in basketball. I, or in more people on the sidelines for football, yeah. Um, yeah. that could be a thing. But I, I'm totally with you because I thought that it, if you were outside, you were more safe. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like I, I like, it's just – I don't know. It, it feels really tough to, to justify basketball over football when football is outside. I think it just has to go down just the volume of people.
1: I guess it is because in basketball, obviously – It's a similar situation. You're guarding. You're not tackling them, but you're right in their face. People are breathing right. If you're playing defense the right way, you're nose to nose with them, breathing on each other. Uh, How do you? If you happen to have COVID, I mean, that's a perfect way to spread it. And simply taking temperature checks isn't necessarily going to be enough. Right. Yeah. It's it's really complicated, and there's calculated risks in playing any of these sports. Including doing AAU basketball over the summer, so far so good. I guess I don't know if there's been much spreading of COVID as a result of having played summer basketball. I don't know. Have you heard anything about that?
0: No, I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know if we would hear anything about it if there was either. You know, what oh, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just a talk
1: about that. that's I tough know.
0: to to judge. I here I will say this: Did you see the report from Chris Hassel from CBS Sports? about Iowa high school baseball, how 94% of teams finished unaffected, 96% of teams finished the season, all the infections reportedly were mild, and fans were allowed all season in Iowa. I, I know that yeah. – I mean, we're not that far away from Iowa, and to see some of those things happen, that's got to – I mean, if, you, if you're trying to make the case for why sports should be played, you'd look at Iowa and go, hey, that's that worked. But, that, I mean, we can't run off of that a whole time. You know what I mean?
1: No, but consider this. Baseball – and football or basketball are vastly different uh, sports in terms of the distancing thing. Uh, You know, I mean, you can distance yourself in baseball, social distance yourself. I mean, players are at least six feet apart when they're lined up on a baseball field. Uh, You can't do that in football or basketball or even volleyball. It's just a a different alignment of people on a field. You know what I mean? And so I'm not all that surprised that baseball has had success. Uh, I've got a son who's been playing baseball all summer without any, you know, any trouble. Um, I don't know. I just see those sports as being way different in terms of risk.
0: Agreed. I totally agreed with you. I That's why I think when you look at some of the sports that are going to be played this fall, I'm pos- or cautiously optimistic that, it, that things should go on without there being an issue. Because I think you can – I think you can do cross country without there being an issue. I think you could do swim and dive without there being an issue. Soccer's yeah. a little interesting to me. Like yeah. like you said, right. I was surprised that that one got the go ahead. I, I don't know. I see a lot of contact in that sport too. <laughs> so there, uh, there is. what was there the it. what was the reasoning outside, for that?
1: At least you're not tackling and you're outside, so the risk is a little less than football, but it's not it's not not there. There certainly is risk there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What what else did you hear about soccer?
1: Um I don't know that I heard that. I mean it was a pretty was it even a unanimous vote? Well, I'm trying to remember what the vote was exactly. Um, you know, I, I think one thing to consider that is a risk is anytime you got a bunch of kids and coaches on a bus, they're still gonna have to do that. They talk about just playing competition locally, but that doesn't preclude some bus trips. You still have to 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 take those bus trips, whether it's a you know, a, a thirty minute trip to something like that Right. versus an hour and a half through a twin city school there's still a bus trip there and back so um there, there's still some things that coaches and ad's are going to have on their mind that's going to be a little bit maybe scary is too, too strong a term but but i think it will be a little bit scary
0: no i'm i'm totally with you it feels like i have a lot of thoughts and not a lot of answers. You know what I mean? A lot of questions, not a lot of answers. It feels I think like.
1: that's everybody. It's kinda of like, well, let's just try it, geez, and I hope it works out. You know, what I mean I won't be at all be at all surprised if maybe the entire thing, all sports get shut down within a month or something as things crop up. God, I hope I'm wrong <laughs> for a whole lot of reasons. But that will not uh, that will not surprise me if that happens. I think it's I think um
0: you know, I look at major league baseball and have all of the issues that they've had, they've had two teams infected and kind of spreading through that that have been really scary. I don't I don't know how college football season goes through this without at least something happening, right? I think I mean, we've seen so many teams get have to pause workouts, off-season workouts this summer. So I think we're kind of I think we're kind of lying to ourselves if we don't think it's going to come to us, you know?
1: All right? I do too. Will there be a college Give me your guess, Isaac. Will there be a true college a true college football season? Will there be a college football season?
0: I think that there is a ninety-nine percent chance that it will start. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it finishes. What's your guess? I'm gonna go and say it starts but it doesn't finish. I am mm-hmm. I I just am nervous about that. Just because I think it's not gonna it's not gonna take much for, you know, if ten guys get infected with the virus. I, I just, even if it's asymptomatic, I just don't see a scenario where, you know, these administrators are totally fine with sending their team out there for another thing after 10 guys are positive.
1: And don't they even have to consider lawsuits if, you know, people feel pressured into playing, uh, you know, college athletes? Um, yeah. I don't know. There's just, there's risks all over the place in going ahead with it. Um, again, I selfishly want it with all my heart. I love college football. <laughs> I love all these sports, but boy, there's a, it's problematic uh, to say the least to yeah. try to do some of them more than others, but even, but all of them. So we, we will see, there's going to be an interesting few months coming up here.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, when you look at, uh, you know, that what it does for our jobs, I think we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing and, and. You know, having some sports back is good, so it'll be good like that. But it's weird, like, no pigskin previews coming out right now. Like, we have had to stop doing the work that we were kind of starting for that just because we had, we now have to wait. We're not going to be spending Friday nights at a football field. That That's really, really weird. But I do think we have some plans in the books to add more things to our coverage that should make should make some people pretty happy, I think.
1: Yeah, and some sports are going to get a little more coverage than they're used to. You know, we, we can't cover everything uh, – You know, there's normally lots of things to cover in the fall. Now there'll be fewer, so a few of those sports will get more attention, which will be good for those sports, good for us, and uh, able to mix things up a little bit. I'm looking forward to some of that, you know. Um, So, yeah, we'll stay busy. We've stayed busy, you know, since March, and there have been no sports to cover. I think we've had some of our best stories to write uh, ever. We've had more time to concentrate on doing them without having to – write about what happened in last night's games and um, we'll continue to crank out copy and hopefully it'll be very readable stuff. I think we've done a a solid job of that so far and there'll be no no loss of it, no loss for it uh, coming up here in these next few months no matter what happens.
0: No, I'm totally with you. I think one thing too that we, uh, I think one thing that we've kind of noticed about is that people are more interested right now in high school sports just because it's not here. And that's kind of weird. It's <laughs> it's easier, and it makes our job a little bit easier when we don't have box scores every night, just because we can we can create good stuff. One thing before though, I uh, want to uh, before I let you go here, I think you have an interesting perspective because you talked a little bit about earlier about how your son is playing baseball, like your dad in this too. And I know that you like want sports back, and you love sports, but like, how comfortable are you having your kid go out and play?
1: Well, having my son go out and play baseball, I've had total comfort with that. Uh, now i've got a son who will be a junior uh this year at century high school plays soccer and he's loves soccer (laughs) and he's put a lot of time into it this summer um and so the the dad and the fan in me really wants him to have a season and you kind of forget being a human being who loves sports (laughs) loves watching his own kids play you kind of forget about the 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 risks of this when all of a sudden there's games to be played, you know, that sort of takes over. It's easy to do that. I'll have, you know, I'll have some, I'll have, you know, the bus trips. I think that bothers me the most that these kids will be sitting on a bus together, even if they're distanced, the air is not traveling much. Uh, That concerns me. Um, Yeah. I don't know. We need this to be over with (laughs) the pandemic that is. I'm looking forward to watching them play. I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, watching my son play soccer and it's been a joy to watch my incoming eighth grader play baseball. It's been it's been I've never enjoyed it more, and I'm sure a lot of it is because we've been denied sports for quite a while here. So I finally had something this summer to watch.
0: I totally get that. I think too is you're kind of going through those questions and whether you think this is safe and all of those things but also your son's playing one of the least risk sports. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like they're wrestling. It's not like they're playing football. And I, I, or I can't even imagine like what, you know, other parents are kind of going through and how, how to deal with this just because, or even like with fans at games, like you're talking about like how excited you were to go see your, your son play soccer. Like there could be a situation where volleyball is played without fans. I think that's a very, I think high school basketball could be played without fans too. Like that's very much on the table.
1: That's a, will it be played without sports writers too? I don't know about that. I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, and you know, I mentioned volleyball. That sport is going to suffer, uh, not just because it could be scary with people playing next to each other, but when it's played in the spring, that is exactly when this JO volleyball, this AU kind of volleyball is played. And there's going to be a real competition for players, I think. Uh, with those two seasons happening at the same time. The best players tend to play J.O. volleyball in the spring, but there's not been competition for players in the past because high school volleyball has been played in the fall. Now they're going to go, it looks like, at the same time, uh, some rosters are going to be decimated uh, because of this, uh, because of the overlap. And I'm real interested and a little sad for those teams as as we see how this plays out but that that's a problem. Your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I feel bad for these high school teams because they can't really compete with the club teams, right? Like the sell right. the cell to play high school over club is very low when they're both at the same time. Like I I think that I think you'll see a lot of players playing club just because I think there's one less restrictions because it's not a school right. sanctioned thing and uh-huh. two they have an opportunity to go to be in front of, you know, college coaches and get recruited and stuff like that. It's probably a little bit easier. I mean, I think it's more like it's, I think it's more likely for a, you know, a recruiting process or program to go to a high major AAU tournament where they can see a bunch of athletes rather than showing up at John Marshall to watch one girl play. And that's sad. It's just sad, but it's the truth at this point.
1: Well, there's a lot of sad truths right now, right? I mean, there's, everything's imperfect. And it's going to be imperfect through the rest of this, probably for another nine months at least. And then we just got to do the best we can with it. Those athletes, those coaches, there's going to be things that are wrong with it that you can't cure. And you're just going to have to live with it. An imperfect year of sports. I guess there's a lot worse things, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, But it's going to be very imperfect. And the state high school league is doing its very best Provide the best opportunities for kids as it possibly can, and and there's going to be things not to like about it. There's just no way around it. Yeah.
0: I will say this: I, yeah, I mean you're right. I, there's going to be stuff that we don't like, but I think it just getting that, that chance. And you know what? Maybe some, you know, I, I, it's time to maybe put a positive, you know, optimistic hat on. But what if it works? You know what I mean? Like, what if this works out and we're able to get this going and get this through? I think it could be a really big. Maybe rally and cry for this area and just kind of getting that vibe back. Because, I mean, you look at, you know, if we get high school basketball season back, we have some really talented basketball players around here. This season could be really, really fun, filled with some oh, big
1: totally time a lot of talent. We a lot of in a lot of sports. Basketball exactly. has a whole lot of talent. Um, and obviously, so does there's, there's plenty of good players that are playing football. There's plenty of good players, good swimmers, great tennis players. Rochester's always full of great tennis players, uh, there, there's going to be things to watch. Just hopefully uh, we're able to watch them through what is supposed to be the duration of, the, of their seasons. But, yeah, people are very hungry to watch their kids and their and relatives and buddies play. I feel sad for volleyball and basketball if there's no fans allowed in the stands. That's That's tough to take.
0: Even football, too. I think that takes a big aspect out of the game when there's no fans there.
1: And I'm trying to remember what they were deciding with, in terms of fans of the stands of football games. And I was in on that call. And I'm trying to remember what what the protocol was there. But do you recall what it was?
0: No, not off the top of my head. I don't know what the protocol was. And that's the thing. Like, we have to wait and see. Because I think there's a, you know, we think think three months ago how much has, stuff has changed. I, I don't even want to think about March. How much could change between now and March. And maybe for the good. Maybe a lot of things are yeah, a good. good change, and maybe and
1: there's a lot of nitty gritty stuff that the state high school league has not even completely developed uh, uh, in in stone plan on. And one of those might be how, how many fans are allowed, because they're kind of debating that. Will students be allowed to be in a gym? I mean, they're in school together with all these kids all day, anyways. Why can't they be now in the gym with them? So it could be students are allowed at these activities, parents aren't. Uh, a lot. I think a lot of it's yet to be determined, and 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 things are going to change as the virus changes for good or for bad. So um, it's a very it's a very fluid situation, and it's going to stay there, stay that way. I think through the entire school year.
0: It's a good way of saying. And I think what we're going to have to be is on our toes constantly because there's going to be everything's going to change, and we. We can't really have any constants, and you know, I'm trying to take the word "will" out of my uh, vocabulary because it's easy to be like, "Oh, you know, Stuartville will play their season opener here." Well, we don't know that. We have to take that word out because we just we just have to kind of wait and see and kind of roll with the punches day by day. Pat Ruff, thanks so much for hopping on the podcast. Good stuff there. I, you know, I just I just feel for these kids. I feel for these coaches. I feel for these athletic directors because it's just not an easy time for them.
1: Yeah. And I, I would include the parents in that as well. I feel for them, you know, it's, it's tough just for, it's tough for everybody, but, uh, we will, we'll do the best we can. And, and as we've been doing for the lot since March, you know, you just, it's not going to, it's not the lack of sports isn't going to kill anybody if there is a lack of them, but, uh, it's sure it's a reminder that sports really is a huge piece of our fabric of society and, and kids, everybody gains so much from it. It's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful deal when it's right.
0: <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. Pat Ruff, thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks so much for listening to the Post Bulletin Sports Podcast and we'll we'll catch you next time.